Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Feeling deep down in my heart, I 
Ayandili Makaboro Mosiketela Masanta Lababa. Pray that you will swim. We can't live here the same. We want to go deeper. For that is where we see the wonders. That is where we experience God in a different way. Swimming, going deeper into the Lord. We can't afford to be dry. We want to experience God. We want to go deeper.
1,750 feet and the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in, but too deep to walk through. He asked me, have you been watching son of man? Then he led me back along the river bank. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing on both sides. Hallelujah. After he had swam, that is when he began to see the wonderful things along the riverside. It can be that we are standing far away, so you are not seeing mm, the goodness, yes. the healing, the restoration, the blessings of God. Why? Because we have not swam deep. This morning, we are praying that we will swim Amen. deeper, that we will Amen. begin to see the yes. wonders of the yes. river back. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Shall we begin to pray Jesus. that we will swim oh, yes. to yes. see the wonders of the river back? Let's go. 
you need is in the seed of the word of God now when that word comes to you it must not come to meet a ground that is hard it must not come to meet a ground that is full of thorns it must not come to meet a ground that is some uncared for wayside ground it must come to fall on a ground that is a good ground whatever you are going to be in this life will come from the word of God the word of God is the only power in your life that can fight the things that are fighting you. And there are things fighting us. There are things fighting us. And I'm not talking about evil spirits. Even the blood that is running through you. The blood. Where that blood came from. The things that are in the blood. The genes that are in the blood. Are determining a lot of your behavior. And without the word of God to modify your behavior, you are going to go the way of your wee smoking brother or your sister who had three children with seven fathers. But the word of God is what keeps us, preserves our lives and makes sense of the life God has called us. That's why this morning, I want, as I am preaching the word of God to you, I am myself supposed to have a good heart, a good ground. 
Because I'm not just preaching to you. I'm speaking to myself as well. Without the word I'm about to preach to you, you will not be able to recognize me. If you take the word from me, from my life, you will not recognize, even my appearance, you will not recognize me. If you meet me, you will pass me by. How many of you have met people and passed them by only to realize, oh, she was Esther. Ah, is, is, is that Kwame? You have changed. Yes. It's only the word of God that makes us the normal, so-called normal people we are. It's the word. So, when we are singing that I don't want to be a stony ground. I don't want to be a wayside ground. I don't want to be a thorny ground. Lord, make me a good ground. It's an important prayer for your destiny, for your marriage, for your education, for your social life, for your family, for everything. It's it's a good confession. So let's take it again. One, two, three, go. I don't wanna be a wayside ground. Yes. I don't want everyone singing. I don't wanna be a stony ground. Lord, make me a good ground. You don't. saying that I'm excited to see you in church. I'm, 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 I'm happy that we are together again just praising the Lord. And I believe that something good is going to happen. Something good is in store because we are together again. Clap your hands and you may please be seated. 
this morning, I want to share the word of God with you. And I'm continuing to preach from this very important book, Seeing and Hearing. Amen. Say after me, seeing and hearing. These two words are the words that produce first class students. They are the words that produce excellence in any field of endeavor. There is nothing you are doing that you will be good at if you do not have this wisdom operating in your life, seeing and hearing. If we are all not, not we are, if not, not all of us. Let's say you and I make coffins. We are senior carpenters. And our work is we make coffins. One of us will have our, his, his coffins bought by far more people than the other. And the one who does a better business in the coffin making work is the one who sees and hears. The one, the carpenter who has catalogs of coffins looks at new designs hears about how to make better coffins will have better coffins and nicer coffins than the one who is not seeing anything and hearing anything. That is actually how some students in a class of 40 people manage to become first with 96%. And somebody also in the same class Manages to get 20%. The more you see. And the more you hear. The better you get. If you've not seen certain things before. You will never rise up to do certain things in life. So I remember when I was a student. O level, A level. When some of my friends were in, my classmates were holidaying in London. <laughs> I will leave Takradi and come to Accra. Vacation classes, I'll be in Presec with a chemistry teacher teaching me chemistry. So we have all seen something in school. We've all had one term. Is it 12 weeks a term? A term of 12 weeks in school. But 
when we were on vacation, I went to Aquinas. Laboni Secondary, my physics teacher was there. My chemistry guy was in Presec. So whilst others were in London listening to music on sound systems, I was seeing lecturers and hearing more t- teachings, more. So when we returned to school, I knew far more than my classmates sitting with me in the class. Some of you did not do well in school because you were not seeing and hearing. The only questions you saw were the questions your teacher used as examples on the blackboard or whiteboard. But some people, before they write the exam, they have seen questions from 1974 to 2022. They've solved and seen questions. So for them, every question is familiar. Yes. While you are now starting to form formulas and theories and things in the exam room, sweating. I pray that the wisdom of seeing and hearing will push your life further. Whatever you are doing, whatever you are doing, any field of, are you a farmer? Hear something. Attend the symposium. When you've not heard something, your, 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 your behavior, you see, when you see people behaving in a certain way, you know that they don't know something. They don't know something. That's why people are able to destroy their marriages. And then turn around and beg for forgiveness. Because they didn't know that what they were doing was sinking them. That's why even on the cross, Jesus' prayer was that, Father, forgive these ignorant people. They do not, they've not read the Bible, they've not read the Old Testament. So they don't know that what they are doing, they are fulfilling a scripture. When you rise up to insult your mother at home, there are verses in the Bible. But because you've not read those verses, you don't know that you are actually acting a play with consequences. Yes. Say, seeing and hearing. hearing. Yes. As you are with a girl in the name of a church friend and you are smooching each other once a while, and you are doing things, and then you come to church, you have wiped your lips, and you are looking clean. You've not read Proverbs. That's why you, may, you, you will think that what you are doing has no consequences. May you use your eyes to read things, to watch things, to see things that advance your life. Now, it is in the absence of this. That Satan gives you alternative things to use your eyes to see. In the absence of hearing wise things, seeing proper things. When you are not doing that, last week I talked about voids. Void. No, like 
pockets of air. There should be no area in your life that you are not hearing and seeing things. When you don't hear and see, Satan will give you things to see. That's why some of you can go on social media and at a go, you just spend four hours. Four hours. Easy four hours. Watching all, I mean, 95.9% of the things on social media are nonsense. One percent of maybe live services and some important thing. A, a lot of the pictures you are watching on Facebook are false pictures. That picture which has been posted is one of about seven other pictures, but they selected the nicest one to show you. It's full of fakery. Fake. But because you you don't have anything to do with your eyes, Because you don't have anything, any earphone plugged into your ear, listening to a message with wisdom and guidance for your life, you you are available. You are available. And like I said last week, go to social media. The, 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 The programs where people sit and insult anybody. Those are programs with 16,000 people. Watch and some of you are there. They come on live. And you've turned on the notification. Yes. So once that fool comes on. But your notification is not turned on for flow services. I shouldn't say these things. Don't give me verses to say I'm... I'm serving you. So if you don't like it, give me what I should tell you. I will tell you what I should tell you. And you will sit down for one and a half hours. Somebody insulting president, insulting chiefs, insult me. Well, the person himself must be insulted. And you are there watching. You are there watching. The Bible says fools despise wisdom. The Bible says, correct a fool. Use words and speak words to a fool and he will hate you. All my life, I can give you blocks, blocks of seasons. Where I have experienced hatred just from something I said. That was true. That was true. This morning, I want to tell you, I don't know where you are coming from and the state your life is in, but I want to tell you, you are a very great person. Your potential, what you can do, you've not even imagined it. If only you will hear the right things and be in the right company. You know, let me tell you something. Because what I have just said 
can deceive you. That you are a great person. And there are great things in you. I need to say it well. Because it is half the truth. It is half the truth. Let me walk up the steps. So you can see me well. Because some of you can't see me. It is true that there is greatness in you. But it is half the truth. There is also, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Maybe I should move another step higher. Can you all see me? It is true. It's true. Let's say there's greatness in me. And you are not lying. Those here, lift your hands and say, there's greatness in me. All those here, lift your hands and say, there's greatness in me. Over there, lift your hand, there's greatness in me. And nothing you've said is a lie. But another truth is that there is evil and destruction also in you. There is corruption I should go up again. She asked you to sit here as a nice young girl, look, believing God that you'll be married to your husband and have two children. You don't know, I'll tell you that as you sit here, you have it in you to be a second wife to somebody. And get the person's husband, a woman's husband from her. And move him to your flat. At Kokomimli. It's in you. It's in you. Both are true. Are you in the university? You finished school? What course did you do? Arts. Can you please stand up? I will tell you something. There is a medical doctor in you. You are a good arts person on your way to studying law because you expose yourself to a lot of arts things. I saw a lady, yes, this lady, can you please stand up? This woman, can you flash your ring? She's married. She has a baby lying somewhere at the back there somewhere. But this girl with a pretty face could be a managing director's girlfriend, an MD of some oil company's girlfriend. By this time, she would be in a hotel in sexy lingerie. This, not, not this girl. 
Not this girl. This one. But today, she, she looks as if what I've just described is an impossibility. It looks as if, oh, she was created by God to marry a nice man and have a nice child and be a nice wife. But she is what she is now because of what she has exposed her life to. The things she has seen and heard are the things. It's not because she's a good woman. I'm standing here in front of you. I can tell you it's it's close to 40 years. Not exactly 40. Close to 40 years since I last smoked a pack of cigarettes or even one stick. But I was a heavy smoker. 13, 14, 15, early 16. I was a a pack a day. It's in me. As I stand here right now, it's in me. The smoker is in me now. I'm preaching. It's in me now. I wasn't drinking in glasses. I was drinking in bottles. Not Guinness and beer. Hard liquor. I was not a normal person. Can you believe that the only alcoholic thing I drink now is communion wine? But as I stand in front of you here, I have it in me to drink bottles of vodka. It's in me. How did I get to smoke and drink? Because at age 13, I had a friend called Mess Around. Oh, and by the way, he's dead now. He's dead now. He's dead. Dead. He died about 10 years ago. Dead now. Being in his company, watching him, seeing him, he had a sister who lived in London. She would bring pornography in magazines. Hardcore porn. 14 years. I'm saying that whether you'll be good or you'll be bad depends on what you are seeing and what you are hearing. Give yourself to the writings. Anybody who tells you there's greatness in you, there's power in you, there's, 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 there's might in you, there's largeness in you, is only telling you half of the story. There's destruction in you. There's weed smoking in you. There's womanizing in you. The things you hear are the things that make you. Look at me now. A former smoker, drinker, 
at age 15. Not 50. 15. Then at age 16, I fell into the hands of a girl. And for the first time, I heard the writings and saw the writings. I heard Bible verses. I heard the preaching of the word. I heard gospel music. I heard the teaching of God's word. I saw a pastor for the first time in my life. And it changed me. So I'm not standing here because I'm good. That drug addict in the mental hospital is not there because he is bad and I am good. It is what he heard and saw that made him what he is. I'm challenging you today. Be careful what you are hearing. Be very careful. The songs you've given yourself to, listening to. The people you've given yourself to, to chatting with. How did Judas become Judas? I mean, the Judas who sold Jesus. How, how does a person become a Judas? Because there's a Judas in everybody. Ah, but even Peter who was standing in Acts, speaking as if he was some righteous man, some anointed pastor. He was worse than Judas. How does a person become Judas Iscariot? By having conversations with people who hate the person you claim you love. That's all. As he was with Christ and the 11 disciples, he was in conversations with enemies. What you hear? How many things? So at the right time, as they were eating and he said that he wants to go and use the washroom, he, wasn't, he knew exactly where to go. They were waiting for him at a particular place. He didn't roam through Jerusalem looking for people. He knew where they were, how many they were. He went and had the meeting and they gave him 30 pieces of silver. You become a Judas by hearing something. Anybody you meet who is bad by whatever standards you are using, anybody you meet who is bad heard something and saw something. So Jesus said, be very careful how you hear. If you can sit down, I'll, I'll finish the preaching. Thank you. Be careful. Be careful. If you will find that verse for me, you see. Beware how you hear. Be careful how you hear. Fortunately, or unfortunately, you don't need any efforts. You don't have to make any efforts to hear rubbish. The 
The things that will destroy your life, you don't pay for them. The cheapest websites are pornographic websites. It's only when you want to watch the pornography in high definition that you pay more. The nonsense that will destroy you. The people, let me tell you something. The people who will destroy you with their words and their feelings and their emotions, you easily find them. In fact, they come to visit you. I'm teaching. In English. I said, the people who will destroy you with their feelings, with their bitterness, with their hatred, with their ungodliness, those people, you don't need to, they rather will come to you. Beware of anybody who just comes to you. Beware of anybody whose whose presence you can access so easily. The things that will benefit you, that will build you, that will improve you, that will take your life high... Those things are difficult to find. You must make an effort and make a move and press before you hear the right things. Anything. If I give you my phone, I can access messages easily. Very easily. Do you know why? I paid a lot of money to first of all have that type of phone and gather that type of material. One of, one of the messages is about 1,000 messages by one person. The person who gave that to me, I had to foreskin. Do you know foreskin? I had to go to him. I had to talk. I had to make moves. And so before I got them, the things that lift your life up, you pay money to get them. It's the junk that will come to your house to sit in front of you. Maybe I should stop preaching because I will be offending some people in the sense. Just take an inventory of your relationships. Take an inventory. Less the people in your life. You will see. And I'm telling you, you, you just, just use this as a yardstick. The people you access easily are not helpful to you. When the Greeks went to see Jesus, they met Philip and Peter and James. They were the first people the Greeks met. And the Greeks said, we must see Jesus. They didn't come to see Philip and James. Blind Bartimaeus, he shouted, Jesus! Jesus! on me. And the men around said, shut up. The Bible says, and he shouted the more, Jesus! And he heard the voice, bring that man to me. Those words changed Bartimaeus' life. 
Be very careful the things you hear. Some of the things to hear them, you must scream. Must scream. There are people in my life now. I don't speak to them. It says, Good morning, your shoes are nice, your blouse is beautiful. Who when did you buy this wig? That's all. There are people I have important life-changing and life-saving stuff for them. I'm quiet. I'm quiet. Because I see that they are not screaming enough. They've trivialized fellowship. Ten years from today, how your life will be like will exactly be a result of what you saw and you heard in the ten years that are coming after today. The things I hear, I paid for them. I paid for them. Be very careful of cheap things. Be very careful of things that just pop at you. The website with preaching messages, you must look for it. When it comes, you see that only that website, the internet is buffering. Yeah. But the pornography, blind at the breast. Whether you are looking for it or not. Anything, whether you are looking for it or not, it just comes to visit you. It's just calling you. It's just checking on you. It's rubbish. The people in my life with the greatest wisdom for me, they don't check on me. I check on them. I'm saying that there are people in my life the people with things for my destiny. They don't check on me. You check on them. I check on them. It's called the law of pursuit. You only look for the things that you, you find useful to your life. The law of pursuit. He said, buy wisdom. In Revelation, he said, come and buy without money. Sorry for shouting. Without money, but you are buying. What? Think of it. What? What else? That you see, currency that you use to exchange for things. Money is only one tenth of them. There's no money, but you are buying. Matulaha. Andus abalia taba. I said, without money, you can have it, but you buy it without money. You buy, you sell a buying. Some of the currencies are your humility. Your humility. It buys more for your life than a million dollars. Your humility. What you think of yourself to be, what you think you are. How bloated you are can determine 
the level of wisdom that will eat into your life. But the problem is that you don't even believe you are thirsty. <laughs> and and, 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 it, and it, is, it, is, it is a way you can kill an animal. You get, enter into the area of the brain which controls test. It's a hypothalamic center. Yes, once you cause an ablation of that center, the animal is thirsty, but it doesn't know that it, it needs water. It goes and goes and dries up and dies. Everyone that tested, and I'll paraphrase this and say, everyone that believes that he's thirsty, come to the waters. And he that has no money, thank God that the best things in life, you don't need money to get them. Come, come ye, but buy. Eat, yea, come. Buy wine and milk without money. Without price. But you are still buy. This is Bishop Edwin Ago preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is the Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. I'm saying this to say that when we say seeing and hearing, we are not talking about seeing and hearing nonsense. Otherwise, there's no need for this book because without this book, we are already hearing and seeing. We don't need this book because we are already hearing and seeing. If you've not spent money, you've not spent your life and you are still hearing things, it's likely that things you are hearing will not help your marriage. Today, I've spent most of the time preaching. I've got some 10 minutes more. So. But, but I have preached. I have preached already. I've used verses. I've preached. But in chapter 3 of this book, the title is Seeing and Hearing Prevents You from Becoming Good for Nothing. Seeing and hearing prevents you from becoming good for nothing. Good for nothing is a, it's a type of phrase which means useless. Yes, 
good. You are good for nothing. It means you are useless. Plus times minus is minus. It's a phrase, an English phrase, which means useless, worthless, no value on you. Now, you can, you can make your life useless by cutting off the effort to see and to hear. The things you see and hear place a value on you. And I'm excited to read, this is a very short, to read Jeremiah 13, 4. Jeremiah 13, verse 4. And if you will join me, if you will join me, we just read the Bible. Because some of you have not even read your Bible the whole week. So let's take advantage of this to read. It says, take the girdle. A girdle is like today's belt. It's something you tie around your waist. They wore, see, those days, they wore mantles, like cloaks. And to keep it together, you have to wear a belt. A girdle is a belt. He said, take the girdle that thou hast got, which is upon thy loins, yes, waist, and arise, go to Euphrates, and hide the girdle there. Yes, hide the belt there. In a hole of the rock. So when you go to Euphrates, there's a rock there. There's a hole in the rock. Hide the girdle there. So he arose. And he hid the belt by Euphrates. I'm, t- I'm teaching you today how, how many of you are believing God to become useless, good for nothing? You must always wait for the question. Is it true? So I went. I'm showing you today. Today's message is how to be useless. How to be useless. (laughs) How to be worthless. How to be there. And others are selected but you are left behind. How to be useless. So I went and hid it by Euphrates. As the Lord commanded me. And it came to pass after many days that the Lord said to me, Arise, go to Euphrates and take the girdle from thence which I commanded thee to hide there. By the way, let me just make a side step here. Some of you don't know how to receive contradicting instructions from the same source. you go on and as you relate with important people, not useless people important people get ready, important people like God, like the Holy Spirit Ah, the Holy Spirit, he is described as the wind 
which blows where it wants to blow. It can blow this way and blow that way. So if your life in your ecclesiology, in your pneumatology, in your Christology, your mind is that everything must flow like this, you are not ready to walk with a powerful person. Just this, not, not years. I don't know where Euphrates was with respect to Jeremiah, where he was sitting. Maybe he took a bus. Maybe he walked for days to go and hide something. And after a few days, you say, send him again. Go and take it. If you are here listening to me, be ready from your mother, from your, the Bible has contradicting instructions. The Bible will tell you to love your wife. The same Bible will tell you to hate. The Bible will tell you, honor your father. The same Bible will tell you the opposite. Those of you who have built monuments with scriptures, you will die before your time. By the way, talking about dying before your time, let me inform you that most deaths are before their time. If not, 100%. Most deaths are before their time. While we are at it, let me just throw this one in. Few in a million will die at the right time. How do we know? We know it because every dead body Jesus met he raised that dead body from the dead. Which means that it was not God's will for that dead body to be dead. If it was God's will for that dead body to be dead, then Jesus was fighting the will of God. But Jesus said, I do, I do nothing of my own except what I see my father do. Most people who die, they die before their time. Don't do what will let you die before your time. Let's come back to the message. After many days, the Lord said to me, Arise, go to Euphrates and take the girdle from where I commanded you to hide it. Verse 7. We are ending. It's a sort. So I went to Euphrates and digged. I mean, that's King James. And took the girdle from the place where I had hid it. I'm saying, be ready to take contrasting, contradicting instructions. Today, go here. Tomorrow, come. Tomorrow, do. So you say, ah, but why? Today, you are doing it. Bishop went to one country. And he called the pastor overseeing the country. He was at the airport and he called him for a meeting. He said, I'm meeting you somewhere. He went to sit there. The person never came. So later, as he sat there, sat there, he called the person's house. Those days we had landline. There's something called landline. Maybe you don't know. You do like this. So when he called, his wife picked. Said, "Oh, I, I asked your husband to meet me here. I've just arrived in your town." Said, oh, my husband. He said he was going to visit somebody who was not well. Oh, 
to him myself. I'm meeting him here. Oh, he has just come. So can I speak to him? The husband took the phone. I said, I'm arriving. Meet me at this place. He said, oh, a church member was sick. And I had to go and visit him. Oh, but I said you, you must meet me. I've come from Ghana. Said, ah, but I'm not the same person who also said that we must visit the people who are not well. No. Today, if I tell you what the last time I met the person, be very careful. So, are you not the same pastor who had the camp with us and told us that as a good shepherd, you must visit your members who are not well? And we have gone to visit them. You are saying that what we should. So, so now tell us what should we do? I'm in my house. You say I should hide the girdle in the, in the rock. I've gone to hide it. You say I should go and take. So, so what should I do? So uh, why? Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Wow. God should make up his mind. Your pastor should make up his mind. Wow. Congratulations. One day, you will stand in a place. And find yourself giving instructions that are contradicting. You remember your pastor before you die. So I went to the Euphrates. Am I preaching? I should stop the message. Mary is here. Should, should Mary give us a song? Mary? Not, not this. Mary? Frida is here? You don't want Frida? So I went to the Euphrates. And I dug. And I took the belt from where I had hit it. And behold, the girdle was mad. It was spoiled. It was profitable. The belt, I'm wearing a belt. The, the girdle was now useless. You couldn't use it to tie. That become useless. It's called profitable for nothing. Verse 8. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Saying, Thus said the Lord. After this, this is how. This is how I will mom. Just in case you don't know, can I have the translation so they know what mom is? Maybe they think I'm I didn't go to a good school, so my, my I, I, how I will rot away. Rot away. Rot away. You want to know how to rot away? To rot away, just hide yourself. You see, as we are in the church, Frida is singing and blessing us with good music. This person is ushering. And you are in the church. You have hidden yourself. The best way to destroy your life is to hide yourself. In the office, in the classroom, in medical school where I was trained, students hardly passed who were not known by their lecturers. You were hard. I don't know about law school. Because there are places where you can use other things to pass your exam. But it's not medical school. Because in medical school, we are dealing with human bodies. I mean, there are one million things that can happen to a person. Even the books we are learning, plenty, plenty 
So you can easily go to an oral exam and what they are saying, you don't understand it. If, if you, if you don't even understand the question before you answer the question. But, 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 when your lecturer knows you, for the 12 weeks you were with her, she saw you, you answered questions, said, no, 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 this, this is not Edwin. So when you fumble and you leave, as the exam, no, no, this guy is a good guy. I am telling you, let's pass him. The best way to destroy your life is to hide. You belong to a chapel. Your chapel pastor doesn't know you. You are in a basenta, just eight members. Your leader doesn't know you. There too. And that's how some of you behaved in school. That's how you got F's. And couldn't even finish your course. Because a lot of the questions we went to examination halls to answer, we had to come out of our rooms and visit other rooms. And you see somebody answering a question, you answer, and then before you know it, has come the following day. So when you hide in your room in exam time, you are hiding from good marks. There is nowhere in life hiding benefits you. You rot. Am I preaching? Am I saying something? You are brought to a church like this. A church, beautiful place. You saw the stage. You saw the people dancing. You saw them singing. You saw them. You are in a church like this. You don't want to join anything. You don't want to be known. You have made yourself like some deaf and dumb, some mental person who can't speak, who can't understand anything. Meanwhile, when you go out and there's a pool party, you are the first person to remove your boxer shorts and jump naked into the pool. Skin dipping. You are the first person to do skin dipping. Amuka Tabosa. But in the church, you are sitting. When I came, we were worshiping in the church. Or some was leading us to worship. Some of you are standing there. You are wearing your sunglasses as if you are standing at the beach. And if you can't get it right here, you will not get it right anywhere. Make yourself known. After church, go to a chapel pastor. Come to Bishop Kobe. Come to Reverend George. My name is Ezekiel. My name is Papayao. My name is Kwame Ansa. Come around. Be known. It is to your advantage that you are known. Don't make yourself big. So I will show you how to let you rot away. God brought us here to make us great. He brought us here to make you different from your wee smoking brothers, from your prostituting sisters. Some of you, you will be the first, I'm telling you here, this box, this box. There's a girl here. You'll be the first person in two generations to have a wedding in your family. You, there's a girl here. The first person in two generations 
to have a wedding. Nobody has married well. All your sisters, two children, five fathers, one child, no father, three children, we can't find seven of them. But you, you will be the only person with a husband and two children. And it comes from not hiding, but rather coming out. My pastor knows me. You pay, somebody here, you pay a high price. There's somebody here. What you are doing, you pay. Remember me. Here, from this brother standing here to this brother here, there's somebody here. You will face a calamity. What it will do to you. Just because you, 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 you selected the option of hiding. Here. You are sitting in a prophetic service. You are what? Sitting. And thankfully, I have a towel. That I will show you. It was decayed and ruined. Young girl, God brought you to this church to make you a beautiful life. Don't hide. Somebody in front here should know you. Does your pastor know you? His pastor knows him. Does your pastor know you? So much. So much. It is difficult for her to stand in a problem alone. Let's end the message. Because we have to go home. King James, thus said the Lord, after this manner will I mar the pride of Judah and the great pride. Watch out for your great pride. God will punch a hole in it. The air that will ooze out and flatten you to the floor. You will not believe it. Ask Nebuchadnezzar. There's something called the great pride of Jerusalem. And God said, you watch me. Watch me. I will might. Whatever gave you the S to be big, I will might. Now, how? Now, let's go into the dynamics and the mechanics of being useless. How now do you become useless? Should I go there? Verse 10. Verse 10. Let's end it. How? Now, this evil people Can you see? When you refuse 
to hear. Seeing and hearing. These evil people which refuse to hear. You won't buy a phone with their big memory to listen to messages. But you can spend money to take a girl to a, a, to a, a movie house and buy beer, boss and secretary, a Christian, and you blow the girl four times from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I shouldn't say it. Don't you have the wrong church. I shouldn't preach, you see. Thank you. I'm grateful to you. That money you are using to rent that room in the movie house and buy the beer and spend with the girl, the Uber you took and the money you gave her, that money could have been spent to buy wisdom. I love the set, you know. I love the set. These evil people which refuse to hear my words which walk in the imagination of their hearts and walk after other gods to serve them and to worship them shall even be as this girdle which is good for nothing. How to be good for nothing? You see, now Look at the words that are used to describe a person who deliberately ref- see, to refuse in chi. We say we primuakuma. We primuakuma. It's stronger than this English word. It's a very very powerful. We primuakuma. You have, you have calcified your heart. You have petrified your heart. Your heart is now petros and sclerosed. You refuse. There are people who refuse to attend the meeting I've organized. They ask, who is the one speaking there? Is it that fool? I'm not going. And they don't come. I refuse to listen to that man. Look at the words which are used to describe a person who refuses to hear. The first one is in the ninth verse. Go back to nine. You see the pride. When you don't hear, you can tell a person's humility by how much he knows. Yes. And the Opposite is true. You, you, you read from the letters of Paul. When he just came, Barnabas took him and was began to travel. And so you see his words, very big words. I'm second to none. I'm this so visions. I'm this, this. But towards the end, as he was ending, his words, you could read it. Uh, this man is going old. To the degree that you have nothing in you. I've met people who, you see. Let me jump. 
the degree that you have nothing in you, it is to that degree that you'll be full of pride. Anybody you know, including yourself, that you detect pride in the person, the person doesn't know much. The people who know a lot, you see, knowledge is matter. Ah. Knowledge occupies space. It has weights. Knowledge has weights. So, the more of it you have, the more it weighs you down. Knowledge is matter. We can tell from the way you talk that you don't know much. So you see that the people who went to Absalom, who went with Absalom, Absalom to fight his father, the Bible says in English, they did not know anything. The more you know, the more humble you become. So the people who don't hear, the first thing is pride. And then great pride based on the amount of bohu. 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 Emptiness. Void. The void in you. The bohu in you. Before we come even to the tohu. And your pride. The Bible says that pride, it goes before destruction. To be destroyed, you don't need a girl. You don't need a wee smoker. You don't need an occult grandmaster to be destroyed. The only thing you need is pride. And how do you know, how do you get a pride? That pride comes from Cutting off the people whose voices impact your life positively. That's how to be proud. Today's message, the the message is how to be useless. It begins by cutting off your chapel pastor. Cutting off the people who help you. There are voices in our lives. And your behavior and your posturing and your attitude can off voices. They only watch you and greet you. They only watch you and they greet you. Anybody who doesn't hear is tending towards pride. And it is that pride which will lead you to your destruction. The way to be humble is the way to hear. If you want to be humble, you must hear. That's why I'm so happy you came to church. 
at you. I see you. You are beginning to be humble. I was in my house this morning preparing to come to church. I was listening to a message. Anybody listening to me online who has cut off voices of influence from your life, this message is for you. The first word that describes you, when you refuse to hear, and you see, not just hear, you see, later we'll come to idolatry. You will learn that the idolatry came about because Israel, Judah, Jerusalem, which were the capitals of, the, of, the, of those kingdoms, they refused to hear God. So they switched to other voices. Idolatry is not bowing to a stone or just drinking from a river or whatever. Idolatry also means switching, switching, switching. Switching. Because everybody has his God. So when you switch, it is to another God, but it is idolatry. The next word which comes, which is used to describe people who don't hear, is evil. Verse 10. Evil. Which takes us back to my message 30 minutes ago. There is nobody who was born evil. Nobody was born evil. Nobody was born good. We were all born good and evil. It's in you. It's not only in me. We are good to the degree that we hear the right things which influence our lives in the right direction. So once you refuse to hear, it means you are now leaving yourself. You see, it's like a vacuum that sucks in evil. And I've told you, anything that easily comes to you is likely to be rubbish. Anything you have to chase is a valuable thing. Has power to destroy you. Has power to make you bad. So if you sit there, you don't spend money, but you still have Facebook things to watch without spending money. The only thing you are spending is airtime then you are about to be destroyed because that thing, the things which will help you, you must pay for them online. You must buy. You must, you must beg someone for the book. You must go somewhere to be taught. You must sit in front of somebody you have no respect for and you don't think can minister to you and humble yourself and receive God's wisdom. That's the price you are paying. Without money, but you are paying. Evil is in you. I'm ending now. Evil is in me. It is what you expose yourself to. It's the voices you expose yourself to that bring out what is in you. There's evil here and there's good here. So what I hear will stir up the appropriate 
will activate the appropriate virtue or vice. Watch out. As you sit here, you can be. We, we, we. You can be an armed robber. In my life, I've seen a pastor turn into an armed robber. And I'm not 100 years old. Because you are a pastor as long as you keep hearing the things that make you a pastor. The day you switch, the things you hear will make you are what you hear. And you are what you see. But we all with unveiled faces. Beholding as in a glass the glory of God. 2 Corinthians 3.18 are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Meaning that when you watch something, you, you, you are changed to even a better form of what you are watching. From glory to another level of glory. Take me back. Because I'm ending. Jeremiah 13. The words that describe those who don't hear. Pride. Evil. The next is imagination of their hearts. This morning, before we part ways, and I hand you over to your pastor, I want to tell you today, your heart is not a good place. So don't live your life don't either live your life or live your life. Don't follow the imaginations of your heart. Your heart cannot guide you anywhere. So anybody who walks in the imagination of his heart is headed for doom. The Bible says the heart of a man is desperately wicked. Above all, that is above pornography, above stealing, above murder, above lying, above money, above everything. The heart itself is a very wicked pot of flesh. The heart. Today's message may be the best message you've ever heard in this church. The heart is deceitful. I will tell you as we close. The heart you follow must be a heart. That is filled with God's wisdom you have heard and you have watched and read. When you leave yourself to the imagination of your heart, is there, you see, can I, am I allowed to teach a little before? Take your time. I, can, I can say something before. Because I've been told my time has ended. Can I say something or, or I should stop and come next week? I should finish it. Mommy at the back. I want to advise you. Try 
so that you don't become deceived. Try. That's my gift to everybody here. When you are deceived, once you get to the level of deception, where you are deceived, you are beyond repair. Anything below deception can be changed. Try. You see, to be deceived is a very, very great thing. When you are deceived, you are the only person who doesn't know that you are deceived. Everybody around you can see what is happening to you. And that is why we have the word deceive. So when you are deceived, you are in a state of suspended mentation. Anybody who is deceived does not know he is deceived. So, don't do the things that will take you there. I can tell you this because I'm a medical doctor. And the counterpart of deception the medical word we use for this. We don't use deception. We use the word delusion. Now, when somebody is deluded, listen, this may be your message. This may be why you came to church. If I have any prayer for you, my prayer is that you will not get there. You see, when you are deluded, you believe in something Contrary to evidence against it. But listen to this. Apart from that, when you are suffering from a delusion, everybody knows you are not normal. You are the only one who believes that what you are believing is true. The nurse, your father, your big sister, your little cousin, Everybody knows that this guy is mad. So it's a word we use. It's the hallmark. It's the, it's, the, it's the cornerstone of madness. Delusion. So a black man like this can believe that he's a white man. Now it is at this point that I wish you wouldn't laugh. Because there's a saying that what the mad woman is doing is very funny if she is not your mother. If she is your mother, you won't laugh. Go to the, I can take you to the mental hospital now. There are women there who believe that they are men. So when you see a man with two testicles hanging in between his legs and still believes that he's a woman, he's a madman. Which was in the books in the 70s and 80s. Ask your father. Your father is a doctor. Ask him. 
sexual perversions were in the books as madness. Today, you won't find them. Can you imagine if I came here and I said that my name is Sylvia and I'm in high heels? Don't you think I'm a madman? How many of you will be there? I'm a madman. I'm a madman. But I'm the only one who believes that I'm Sylvia. I will take you to the mental hospital. You see a woman sitting there. Can I have your bag? No, I like this one. Give me this blue one. You see her sitting there. I'm a doctor. I've seen it all. I can tell you. She'll be sitting there with her, her handbag and doing this. Antivida, good afternoon. Antivida, how are you? What's happening? The American government has sent CIA people and they are talking on their Motorola, so I'm picking the signals. I wish you wouldn't laugh. I'm not joking. I can hear them. They are coming. I surrender. Take me. You must give her a heavy dose of an injection to calm her down. The nurse, even the cleaner of the world, knows that she's mad. She's the only person. When you are deceived, you are only the only one who believes in the madness you are believing. Everybody knows that you are not normal. Sometimes you rather think that we watching you are the ones who are not normal. Don't walk in the imagination of your heart. Don't get there. That's why every day when you see me in my house, a delusion is there. A false belief. or You've come to a judgment. A judgment about somebody. I'm preaching today. A judgment about your mother. You've come to a judgment about your father. And sometimes the madness I'm describing about the woman tuning and so on, it can happen to a husband. I don't want to see you on your phone. I would have asked you to Google an, a French phrase called folly ado. The madness of two. Folly ado. The madness of two. When a woman or a, let's say a man is mental, his wife who is with her, after 10 years, she develops the mental illness the husband has. It's called the madness you get by being with a mad person. Folly ado. Sometimes it's folly atroa. I can transfer. Some of you 
have judged people who have only been good to you. You've judged them to be evil. Because you sat down with somebody who transferred his madness to you. Folly ado. A false belief or judgment about external reality held despite incontrovertible evidence to the contrary occurring especially in mental conditions. A delusion is an unshakable belief in something that is not true. Don't get there! Because if you get there, we can't bring you back. So when we treat mad people, we know they are getting well. When they begin to believe that they are mad, it means we are breaking through. Psychiatric medicine. When the person begins to believe that he's not well, that she's not well, then we know that this person is getting well. For as long as she is full-blown mad, she will never... Don't get to a point where you are the only one who believes in the things you believe. Your husband doesn't believe it. Your son doesn't believe it. And I, I, know, I know somebody right now who has been able to get his son to believe the things he believes. It's, it's called the madness of two, father and son. Sometimes brother and brother. Sometimes husband. Read it, folly ado. Folly ado is defined as an identical or similar mental disorders affecting two, you must pay me today, we are having a lecture. Affecting two or more individuals. Usually the members of a close family. I've seen two brothers who are mad before. I've seen them. Father and son. Brother and brother. Big brother and son. They all believe the same thing. Three brothers, four sisters. Sometimes one gets well and comes out. And how does it happen? When you refuse to hear. Your pastor. Preaching. Advice. Counsel. Don't get there. Your value is based on what you hear. That's what Jeremiah was told. That these people, they refuse to hear. Sometimes, you can refuse to see. Daniel chapter 10. Let's end with it. It's beautiful. Daniel 10. Daniel 10. Verse 4. Daniel 10. Let's end with this. New Living Translation. Let's end with this one. What is today's message? How to be useless. Are you learning how to be useless? Number one, don't hear anything. Cut off voices that speak wisdom to you. Cut off voices that speak sense to you. There may be voices that rebuke you. That's it. Don't surround yourself with people who tell you the things you want to hear all the time. It's a type of madness. On April 23rd, as I was standing on the bank of the great Tigris River, April what? 23rd. I looked up and I saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt 
belt. Does a belt remind you of something? A belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning. And his eyes flamed like torches. So you know of a battery torch. But those days, a torch was a flame. A flame. And his eyes flashed like, flamed like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze. And his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The man with me saw nothing. May it be that you are the one who sees. You may be in a family who are not interested in listening to messages. May you be the only one who watches videos. Bishop is in Argentina. We have shared the link on the pages. You look at it, you remove your panties and you shit on the on the on the on the on the link. And then you go to the same Facebook and watch a woman with brown breasts shaking it in front of you. Watch how your end will be. Only I Daniel, I saw it. The man with me saw nothing. May there be a member of this choir who is the only person who watches videos, pastors preaching, Benahin, Billy Graham, uh, whatever, preaching, Bishop Daggy Mills preaching, pastor this preaching. May you be, if nobody will do it, be the only girl among them who watches and reads. He said, only I, Daniel, saw it. The man with me saw nothing but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide I'm preaching today verse 8 so I was left there all alone after a while those who see and hear are those who be left in the church those who don't see and hear they will run away and follow the things they are seeing and hearing I was left alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me. My face grew deathly pale. And I felt very weak. Verse 9. Then I heard the man speak. I saw. And I heard. And when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted. Everything you hear has an impact on you. May you hear the things that calm you. And I laid there with my face to the ground. Verse 10. Just then, a hand touched me and lifted me. Still trembling. Tremble. Tremble. We are trembling. They tremble uh-huh, to my hands. And, but you are still standing and trembling. And then verse 11. Verse 11. And the man said to me, Daniel, you, the one who saw the vision, the one who saw the man, you, you, you are very precious to God. What you see places value on your life. Those who don't see don't become precious. 
It's my prayer for you today that in your life, God will bypass seven rows and come to you and say, You are very precious to me. Listen, nobody is precious based on the money you give and the yellow you wear and the rasta on your head, which doesn't even look nice. You are precious to the degree that you see things that other people cannot see. May you watch videos that others. I preached the message about eight years ago. The title was, What Are You Hiding? There must be things nobody sees. Good things you are doing that nobody sees. When you step out, God causes you to profit in the eyes of the whole world. I pray for you today that you will watch. You will see. I said you will see and you will also hear. May you, Magdalene, may you not refuse to hear. May you be one whose life is arranged to hear. To hear wisdom. To hear counsel. To hear instruction. To hear rebukes. Don't cut off yourself. Don't be too big that people can rebuke you. We are here with you. Suddenly, you are going to marry. You are wearing some louver blade they have cut. And you are calling it a diamond. It's not diamond. It's some louver blade you are wearing. So, you are so big. So swollen. Today, the message. You become useless. When you refuse to hear. You become worthless. When you don't see. Daniel. The only man who saw. Was the only man. Who was told, you are precious to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. What a way. What a way. Lift your hands. Jesus. Lift your hands. Daniel. Daniel. Have you seen that the rest have run away? Because what you see stabilizes you. Daniel! You are very precious to God. Lift your hands. Pray. Pray. Kokaya. Kokaya. Kaduaba. Adune. Suladada. Hey, 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 hey. Nobody here should only be adding years to his life. Mommy, don't be adding months. February is gone. March is gone. April, March, then 2024, 25. Nobody here should only be adding years. Add hearing and sin. Open your mouth and I'll begin to pray right now. Everybody is praying. Everybody is praying. Everybody is praying. Lift your hands to the heavens. Lift your hands to the heavens. 
today as you are praying make your plans to have devices with messages devices with videos only the things you make an effort to watch will help you the things that come to you easily there's nothing good in them lift your hands and pray your value is determined by what you see if you've not seen it you will never be valuable Daniel you are precious lift your hands and pray let your hands and pray. Let Ask God for the grace to see and yes. hear. The grace, the ability yes. to hear. Yes. Oh, yes. Lift your hands now, everybody, and say this after me. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I pledge myself. I pledge myself to a lifestyle. To a lifestyle of hearing. Of hearing. In my room. In my room. In the toilet. In the toilet. In the car. In the car. In the office. In the office. Alone. Alone. I will hear. I will hear the writings. The writings. I will hear. I will hear the wisdom. The wisdom of the ancients. Of the ancients. The wisdom. The wisdom of the anointed. Of the anointed. The wisdom. The wisdom of God. Of God. The wisdom. The wisdom of the called. Of the called. The wisdom. The wisdom of the men you are using. From today, from today, say from today, from today, I pledge, I pledge my life, my life to a lifestyle, to a lifestyle of hearing, of hearing, of watching, of watching, and hearing, and hearing, seeing, seeing, and hearing, and hearing. By this, by this, by this, by this, I will not rot away. I will not rot. Say, away. I'm not useless. I'm not useless. I'm not useless. I'm not useless. I am very great. I'm very great. From today, from today, I'll spend my life. I will spend my life on the things on the things that stir up. That stir up greatness in me. Greatness in me. Not the things. Not the things that stir up. That stir up evil in me. Evil in me. I declare. I declare my greatness. My greatness shall even be greater. Shall even be greater. My greatness. My greatness shall rise. Shall rise and rise and rise and rise and rise to the degree to the degree that I hear and I see thank you Lord for the greatness I'm receiving clap your hands everybody thank you Jesus thank you Jesus keep clapping your hands thank you Jesus thank you Father what a way thank you for the grace thank you Lord keep clapping Oh, Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. The power to see the writing and to hear the writing comes from Jesus Christ. If it's not in your life, you will sell yourself to nonsense. If it's not properly in your life, the Bible says there was no one like Ahab who sold himself to do evil in all of Israel. 
if you don't have the fear of God, you will, you will even sell yourself for Indian hemp. There was no one who sold himself to do wickedly in the, in the nation of Israel. Today, I've told you my testimony. I didn't change because I was brought up well. I'm not a pastor because my father was a lay preacher in the Methodist church. Because my father was a lay preacher in the Methodist church. That didn't change me. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. Without Jesus, we can't tell what you are going to become. And as every eye is closed, And when I say close your eyes, your hand should be on your phone or your tablet because you can't trust the man standing by your side. Every eye closed and every head bowed now. Now! Every head bowed. No talking! Every eye closed. This somebody's moment you have had yours you had yours 15 years ago you had yours 24 years ago there's a somebody's moment and we create the atmosphere conducive to the person's right thinking and decision taking if you are here today and you want Jesus to be your friend you want him to be the lord of your life you want him to be your master and your savior. Today, you want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. If you are here and you want to be born again, you want to receive Jesus, just lift your right hand wherever you are. Yes, I see your hand. I want to pray with you. This is the best decision you will ever take. I see your hand. To decide to follow Jesus is the best decision you will ever take. Lift your hand. Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I've tried determination. It didn't work. Today I'm surrendering to Jesus. Lift your hand high. 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 And if your hand is lifted up, if your hand is up, I want you to come to me. Take your phone. Take your bag and come. Yes, come. Come. Come.
this message will be on podcast as well as the Facebook album. The link will be on it. So even if you go to Facebook and you see the pictures of today's service, at the top of the pictures will be this message. When you tap it, it will take you. Not to pornography. Not to what? Not to pornography. God is changing your life. You are a great person. You've only been hearing nonsense. I'm sure you've been doing a lot of nonsense. nonsense. Even to lie means there's nonsense in you. Have you done nonsense in recent times? Yes. But from today, you will hear the right things and see the right things and do the right things. Clap your hands for them. Lift your hands, everyone. I want to welcome Bishop Kobe to pray the sinner's prayer with him. Lift your hands, everyone. Say this after me. Say, Dear Father, I come to you today. I come to you today. Just the way that I am. Just the way that I am. Say, I know. I know that I have sinned. That I have sinned. Please receive me. And please wash me with the blood of your son Jesus Christ say father please write my name in the book of life now say Satan from today I don't belong to you anymore say from today I have been bought I have been bought and paid for with the blood, with the blood of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus Christ. Say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for the Lord. Now, those of you in front here, listen to me. You are now newborn babies in the spirit, freshly born. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for God, because He has given birth to you anew. Do you understand me? How many of you in front know that you need a fresh start? You need a fresh start, yeah. So, every baby needs to be taken care of. Every baby needs to be cared for. Otherwise, it doesn't survive. It's the same for you in the spirit. And so, there are pastors who are going to talk to you this morning. They will take care of you in the weeks to come. They will visit you. They will teach you the word of God. They will make sure you get a Bible. They will tell you what to do to become a mature. How many of you would like to become mature Christians? Those of you in front, how many of you? You cast out devils, you will preach, you will be anointed. Alright? So I want you to go with our pastors on the side here. Please look to my left hand side here. Look at them. They are waving their hands. Look at them. Alright? They will will talk to you now and then there are other pastors there to help you in your walk with God. Alright? So please go with them. Clap your hands for them. The rest of us, let's 
clap, you should be rejoicing. The Bible says that for every one of these, there is great rejoicing in heaven among the angels. Great rejoicing. Great rejoicing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Keep clapping for them. They are still going. Keep clapping for them. 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 And I want you to take your communion now. Take your communion. Take your communion. Rama Sadakaya Mama. Always. Mandelia Mama. Let me remind you of a scripture. Give me John chapter 6, verse 50. I just love that scripture. Masadaya Mama. John chapter 6, verse 50. Lemandea Kasata. Five zero, please. Matakaba. Re Namo Sada. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. You know, today Bishop has already taught us that majority of the deaths are not according to the timing and the will of God. This communion this morning, you are receiving power. You are receiving power. Some of you are receiving power to break away from evil that you have exposed yourself to. Yes. Evil that some of you you have exposed yourself to evil and it has changed things in you. Mm. It it has even changed your sitting place in the church. But this morning, power is entering. Healing comes to you. And the effects of evil that you have exposed to yourself to is being erased. Lift up your bread. Say, this is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the body Say, of Jesus. as I eat this body, as I, eat this body I, receive power I receive power to break away, to break away from, the from the effects of evil that have been exposed to the body of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only thing that has the ability to erase sins. Oh, yes. Erase your mistakes. Erase your wrong steps and your wrong turnings. Many of us, a voice spoke to you some years ago and set you on a wrong path. A path of mistakes. A path of wrong actions and wrong thoughts. This morning, your mistakes are being erased by the blood of Jesus Amen. Christ. Every mistake is being erased. Say, this is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is the blood of Jesus Say, as I drink it, as I, drink it I, receive life. I receive life. Say, as I drink it, as I drink it the death that has been introduced into my life, by seeing and hearing the wrong things, is removed. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. And now lift up your two hands. Everybody, please lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. You are receiving life. Amen. You are receiving life. There is a death that comes from seeing and hearing the wrong things. I declare to you now that as your hands are lifted, you are receiving life through this communion. Yes. Receiving life. Yes. I declare now that every evil effect is reversed in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. 
the effect of seeing evil, Jesus. the effect of hearing evil Jesus. people, the effect of listening to evil Jesus. voices is erased in your life in, in the name Jesus of Jesus. Name. Yes. Receive life. Receive life. Yes. Receive life. Yes. Receive life. Yes. And as your hands are lifted, oh. you are receiving healing. Somebody is drawing healing from the atmosphere. Oh, yes. I see somebody with a pain in the upper part of your chest, almost to the bottom of your neck. I speak now in the name of Jesus, Jesus. and I declare that by the power of the oh, communion you have just eaten. That pain is going away. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There's somebody with a sensation like fire under your feet. I rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I command that by the power of the blood of Jesus ah. be healed. Amen. Be healed. Amen. Be healed. Amen. Receive your healing. Amen. Receive your healing. Amen. Be healed of pain. Amen. Be healed of cancer. Be healed of God. Jesus. Be healed of abdominal Amen. pain. Be healed of stomach hey. pain. Be healed of be healed of headaches. Amen. Be healed of tumors. Amen. Be healed of fibroids. Amen. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Yes. And now I want to speak to mental conditions. Oh. I speak to delusions. Jesus. Delusions. Yes. Delusions. Yes. Delusions. Delusions. There's somebody here. You. You hear voices. And the voices make you delusional. But today, in the name oh, of Jesus, Jesus, I speak to the voices. In the name of I Jesus, I speak to those voices in the directly. Name of Jesus. I confront them in the spirit, yes. and I declare in the name of Jesus hey. that be silenced. Amen. Be silenced. Yes. Be silenced. Yes. I rebuke evil spirits that come to you in dreams. Yes. I rebuke. I hear somebody. An evil spirit that came to you through a garment, an attire. I rebuke. I bind that spirit now, and I cast it out of your life. Amen. Receive healing. Oh, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Receive healing, Father. We thank you for healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Clap your hands for the Lord. Clap your hands for the Lord. Don't sit down yet. I want you to also clap your hands powerfully for the word that has just been ministered to you. God bless you for your excitement. Those of you who are excited, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You know, let me tell you something. Many great people in the world can point to one incident where they heard something which changed their lives forever. I was reading about a very great sportsman and he said that he was told by his coach that you cannot make the team. He said from that day, he changed. And he decided that I will prove you wrong. I will prove you. He has gone on to become one of the greatest sportsmen the world has ever seen. Everybody can point to a day, a moment when you heard something that changed your life. That changed your life. That changed. I one day heard my pastor say, Come from today, you are a trainee shepherd. That was my calling to the ministry. Samuel heard the voice of God and went to Eli. Eli told him the last time that when you hear it again, say, Master, speak thy servant here. That was Samuel being birthed into the ministry. And I can tell you that today you have heard a message that many of you, for many of you, it will save your life. It will deliver you from distraction. One day you will stand 30 years from now and say that one day I heard a message and it changed my life completely. 
I want you to clap your hands for the message you have heard today. And for the servant of God, for the anointed man of God, through whom the message has come to you. Yeah. Some of you, as you were listening to the message, God has spoken to you in specific terms. Specific terms. God bless. Your hand clap is not getting there. I'm waiting for the real hand clap. And I'm surprised that you can't add a shout. Surprised that you can't add a shout. And you may be seated. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays, as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favourite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.